take a deep breath and remember there's a power breathing you. This is your space of sanity in an evolving world where we learn about spiritual law and how to apply it to our lives in a way that is practical and life-changing. This is where we remember truth to make the world a better place one person at a time. I'm Claire Lotier, inspirational speaker, teacher of the technology of transformation, and a certified life mastery consultant and spiritual coach. Welcome to the Grace Space. Last week we began a series on the grace of gratitude and the power of gratitude to transform our relationship to life in its smallest details. We started talking about the relationship between gratitude and abundance, and that's something we're going to be exploring in depth throughout this series because they really are inseparable. Gratitude has some pretty magical effects when we start to consciously practice it. Well, this is what I've noticed. It makes us aware of the abundance that's already present in our lives, and it amplifies it. It nurtures our trust and has the effect of strengthening our relationship with the infinite side of our nature. It increases our level of joy and creates a field of attraction based on positive expectation. And it directs us to the present moment when we start to consider all that we have to be grateful for right in this very moment. It is truly awe-inspiring. What we begin to realize is that even in the midst of what appear to be difficult circumstances, the list of what we can be grateful for right in the present moment has no end. Let's start with our breath. The very fact that we're breathing means that we're alive. We woke up this morning. And that's not a given. Not everybody woke up this morning. You did. You have a pulse. And that means that there's a power that's beating your heart, that's causing you to draw a breath and another breath and another breath after that. Should you be so fortunate? Should I be so fortunate? And the very fact we're breathing means the infinite is desiring to express more by means of us. It means we have a higher purpose yet to fulfill in in this form, the form that we currently occupy. If we're still here breathing, that means there's more for us automatically. Right there, we have something immense to be grateful for. Ever seen anybody interviewed by the news after they've lived through some kind of cataclysmic event like a an earthquake or a hurricane or forest fire that wipes out their home and everything they own? People have a whole spectrum of reactions to those kind of events based on their level of awareness. Some people will cry and lament the loss of their material possessions and the identity that they've created out of that. Some people will immediately focus on the fact that they're alive and celebrate that and be grateful for that gift. And some people may experience a quantum leap in consciousness when they're suddenly divested of all their stuff and and their familiar references. There's a sense of starting over, being able to create life anew, clean slate, and a profound sense of gratitude and excitement that goes with that. I once read a story about a guy who lost everything he owned in a tornado, and he described a sudden feeling of freedom that he could 
recreate his whole life down to who he was as a person, as a man. And in that moment, he committed to being reborn as a higher and better version of himself, just wiped the slate clean, went from a guy who, by his own estimation, had squandered and wasted his time and blamed life for his predicaments to just dropping that false self completely and becoming a person of increase and gratitude who contributed to others and totally transformed his life. Almost like, almost like his higher self just downloaded in that moment. And when I thought about that, I realized that the truth is that we all have that opportunity in every moment, the opportunity to choose who we're going to be, what we're going to focus on, and where we're going to place our attention. So starting with the fact that we're breathing and being aware of the grace in every breath, that we can be reborn in every breath, that there is literally infinite potential in every moment. It's a simple and profound way to connect with the most powerful kind of gratitude, what we call transformational or transformative gratitude. We'll talk more about that the next time. But it's human nature to sometimes forget the simplest things and focus on what's missing or what isn't going well. This happens when we get locked into a consciousness of separation. We tend to notice and pay attention to that which keeps us separate. It's very easy to be seduced by appearances and to mistake them for truth. Appearances are real on the factual level, but that doesn't mean that we have to make meaning out of them. It doesn't mean we have to make agreement with with them or with the energy that they generate in us. When we get caught up in appearances, we're living in a condition-based vibration that causes us to fire and wire in a certain way in the brain. We tend to spend more time in the fight or flight or freeze mode of our sympathetic nervous system, which narrows our focus to survival and the emotions associated with that. Stress, anxiety, worry, anger, doubt, criticism, blame. In those states, we're less likely to see the opportunities and the blessings that are everywhere present. We tend to go it alone rather than trusting the power that's breathing us to take care of us. The practice of gratitude puts our focus back on the good that is already present in our lives. It magnifies our awareness of the presence of abundance and strengthens our relationship with the divine presence within us. Wallace Waddle says, gratitude is an expenditure of force. It's what we give. It's, it's an expenditure of force. And when we give, we activate the law of circulation and we will automatically receive. We live in a benevolent universe. We are surrounded by grace. It's in us and all around us. It's vibrating in every atom of our being. The mantra, Ang Sang Waheguru, which we use a lot in Kundalini Yoga, is an expression of this truth. It means God is vibrating in every cell of my being. Let's take a, a minute to just talk about that word God. If if it creates a resistance in you, or if it elicits some kind of a reaction, and you just notice that, it's just a word. You can choose another word. Don't let that word limit your perception or limit your ability to expand your perception. You can think of it as a as a, an acronym, you know, G-O-D, generator, organizer, destroyer, <laughs> or grand overall designer. <laughs> just don't allow it to limit you. 
if you have a response when you hear that word, because it's been so misused and so abused. One definition of grace is the freely given, unmerited favor of the divine. Everything is given. Everything we would love is ours for the taking. It is your Father's pleasure to give you the kingdom. It already belongs to us by birthright. We don't have to earn it. There's nothing to achieve or deserve or atone for because there is no judgment in the universe. There's only love, grace, and mercy. I don't know about you, but when I really let myself surrender to this truth, I feel such a tremendous sense of relief. Once in a conversation with my spiritual teacher, I was in the middle of a vehement monologue about how important it was to me to feel like I could provide for myself, be independent, be autonomous. And I was coming at it with a lot of push energy. Uh, I wasn't aware of that. And my teacher gently interrupted me saying, you are provided for. You are already provided for. Everything is freely given to you. You don't have to go out and get it. You still don't trust this. Well, that really gave me pause. Of course, he was right. (laughs) It's the attitude. I was reminded of a Bible verse that I've always loved, and which you may recognize, the one that goes like this, loosely translated. Consider the lilies of the field. They don't toil and spin, and yet Solomon in all his glory was not robed as well as they are. And if God provides clothing for the flowers that are here today and gone tomorrow, don't you suppose that he will provide clothing for you, you doubters? And don't worry about food, what to eat and drink. Don't worry at all that God will provide it for you. All mankind scratches for its daily bread. But your heavenly Father knows your needs. He will always give you all you need from day to day if you will make him the priority in your life. So don't be afraid, little flock, for it gives your father great happiness to give you the kingdom. I was always fascinated by this verse. So what is the kingdom? The kingdom is our natural birthright. You and I are children of the Most High, each and every one of us. When we remember who we are and whose we are, gratitude naturally wells up in us. The kingdom of heaven is our dream. It represents everything we've ever longed for in our heart of hearts, the infinite abundance and freedom of the universe right here at our fingertips. And we're being reminded that that is not something we have to deserve or be good enough for, but that it gives our father and substitute whatever term feels best for you, the universe, the goddess, infinite energy, the quantum field, the divine presence, intelligent love. It doesn't matter. It all refers to the same thinking substance by which and of which all things are made. It gives the one who created us and who indwells us great happiness and pleasure to give us everything we desire. All we have to do is seek ye first the kingdom of God. Make the divine within us our first priority. Focus on that, the power that's breathing us, and know it, the presence, the infinite side of our nature, and to to presence that into our daily experience. Because the more we do that, the more we embody it. 
the more it grows in our experience. And how do we do that? Gratitude. We feel and express gratitude for the good that already surrounds us and the support and nourishment that are everywhere, if only we're willing to see them. And as soon as we shine the light of awareness on that thing, it becomes amplified in our experience. So here's a mundane example, but I bet you can identify with this. Let's say you're thinking about acquiring a new car. So you start considering what kind of car you're going to buy next, and eventually you zero in on what you would love to have as your next car. Suddenly, you start noticing that car everywhere, passing you on the highway, parked on your street, on a billboard, it being advertised. It was there before, but your getting interested in it caused it to appear more prominently in your reality. The universe is infinitely abundant, and we see that demonstrated by the fact that whatever we place our focus and attention on, whatever we direct our energy toward and decide to get in harmony with, becomes amplified in our experience. And the universe always honors whatever we decide to pay attention to and makes it more abundant in our experience, whether we're focused on what we do want or whether we're focused on what we don't want. The universe always reads our attention as our intention, even when we don't see it that way. That's why we learn to work with the invisible laws the way that they work. We can't make it work our way. We have to work with them the way that they work. And this is why gratitude is so powerful. When gratitude becomes a focus and eventually a way of life, the universe amplifies and magnifies where we place our attention. And so we begin to receive more of everything we're being grateful for, whether it's love or health or wealth or opportunity. It's a choice. As always, because we've been given free will, we have to choose to initiate ourselves spiritually. It doesn't happen automatically. Gratitude is a choice. It's a decision we make. It's a habit that can be cultivated and grown or starved and diminished. We have a choice about how we relate to the universe and we can feed our gratitude habit or we can starve it. Developing a habit of gratitude is another opportunity for us to consciously direct our own thinking, feeling, and choosing moment by moment. We can get on the frequency of gratitude without having a reason to do so. But so often we think we need a reason to be grateful, and that just isn't true. Gratitude is a frequency, and we can tune into it because it's already there. It's the joyous expression of life celebrating itself because it's alive. But we have to decide for it. We can choose gratitude anytime over complaining or blaming or something else that's negative. And when we experience the effects of authentic gratitude in our lives, we quickly understand why it's in our best interest to give thanks continually. So let's do an experiment together for the next seven days before you listen to the next episode in this series. Let's choose to elevate our awareness of and our engagement with gratitude by turning up the volume on gratitude where it's easy to feel it, but especially where it's not as easy to feel it, where our experience of gratitude may have been muted in the past, like in the presence of circumstances that look like problems that appear to be problems. Remember appearances. Remember what we said about appearances. 
It's a great idea to start a gratitude journal and list 10 things at the beginning of your day that you are grateful for and why. And then to revisit it at night and write down the best thing that happened that day. What was the best thing that happened during your day? Here are some questions to journal on as well. Has there ever been a time where you felt grateful for no external reason at all? Where did that feeling arise from? Is there a situation in your life right now that might appear to be negative? If not, recall one from the past that seemed wrong or like a problem. Could you choose to see it differently through the lens of gratitude? Is there something for which to be grateful in that situation? When you experience gratitude, where do you feel it in your body? How would you describe that feeling? And finally, what are you most grateful for right now? My wish for you is that the act of focusing on gratitude for the next week will inaugurate a powerful new habit for you and open up your perspective on things. Let me know how you go. Next week on The Grace Space, we'll explore gratitude as the access portal to abundance. Thank you for joining me in The Grace Space, where you're always in the right place. If you love this podcast, I invite you to subscribe to it and submit a review if you feel called to do so. Also, be sure to sign up for my newsletter right here. I look forward to spending this time with you again next week. Meanwhile, I send you love and blessings. Bye for now.